Hello everyone and welcome to another episode, episode 11 of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara, and I am coming to you from a beautiful garden, an absolutely gorgeous garden, sustainably kept, organically grown, to mark one of the, the topic for today, or one of the topics that I'd like to cover, and that's Uranus in Taurus. Uranus, the planet of revolution and change and innovation and genius, is now back in the sign of Taurus, which is the bull, and it's an earth sign. So we're going to talk about that just shortly, um, about what that means and all the opportunities that are available to us. What better place to talk about Uranus and Taurus and the Earth then literally sitting on the Earth. So I'm doing earthing, what they call earthing right now. We used to call it sitting on the ground, but now they have a name for it. It's called earthing. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we are in the new moon energy, the new moon in Pisces. The new moon in Pisces, the sun, the moon, and Neptune, the planet of dreams and mysticism and visioning and and uh, cosmic consciousness are all lined up for this full moon lunation. So for the next 28 or so days, we have this outrageous imprint of um, a very great window, very auspicious window for visioning, for making your dreams come true. So really calling <clears throat> calling in your, your higher self and uh, just getting inspired by all the... Um, all the things that you really want to do with your life, all the things that maybe you felt were a dream but might feel impossible, we'll just put all the mind uh, chatter aside and really focus and vision on envision what you would like, and uh, use these this powerful window to do that. It's a it's a great window for writing poetry, any kind of creative pursuit, writing the arts. Um, dance, drama, poetry, songwriting, music. Neptune rules all of those things. It rules the arts. So, um, and inspiration and love and compassion and beauty and uh, kindness, helping the downtrodden, uh, working without wanting any credit, just being selfless, completely selfless. So um, all of these qualities here are, are for us and uh, you know, they're at our disposal. So let's use them wisely. There are great opportunities here. So that's very much the high road of this particular um, new moon in Pisces for the month of March 2019. And I would just say too, the shadow side, because everything has its shadow, you want to be aware of something is too good to be true because Neptune also rules deception and illusion and delusion, delusional thinking. Um, you know, Mercury is in the sign of Pisces also, and that is, it just went retrograde. So uh, Mercury retrograde in Pisces is definitely, you know, read the fine print um, and really... Um, Really, the best use of that, of, of uh, Mercury retrograde in Pisces, is to really go within and meditate and uh, really do some great dream work. I would say keep a journal by your bed. Um, this is one of the things I love to do. And a pencil. And it's right there, uh, open to that page. So you can tell yourself when you go to sleep, I'm going to remember my dreams. Or you could just ask the universe, help me out. I need help with whatever it is and put it out there or not. You know, maybe just, just see what kind of information comes through to you in the dream state and then journal it. 
And um, it's pretty amazing what you can come up with. But this would be a great window of opportunity for, for all of us to develop ourselves on a, on a more um, expanded consciousness. Uh, so I would say, um, yes, absolutely, for sure wonderful time to do that. Um, and, um, you know, there's a Jupiter is in a square in a 90 degree aspect with Neptune and it's, um, throughout the year. So this is going to be a challenge and and we've seen this in the news, you know, the challenge with the news, um, you know, what can we believe? What, what's not to be believed? Sometimes the, the, the lines have blurred so much between truth and fact and fiction and people claiming something, the truth when it's not. And, uh, so this is this is where we get to really sharpen our discerning skills you know sharpen your pencils and um, go within because we always know it's 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 our conscience it's that that little voice inside you know that silent the small still voice as 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 it's called that knows the truth and um, we want to really sharpen and that pencil or work that muscle and, uh, and to really and we're going to need to do that because there's so much being thrown at us from so many places and sometimes you just want to throw up your hands and go i don't know what to believe and just know that you're not alone and that those are prevailing winds so to speak that we're dealing with right now and like I said you can always go to the news if um if you need proof of that and certainly there's no no lack of proof so anyway that's that um the the whole um yeah just be wary be very wary of that uh if something is too good to be true it probably is because there there's a fine line between wanting to believe in something and and being um inspired by it and um seeing the good in things and then also there's a point at which you we can get deceived so um and that we buy into things that um you know aren't realistic so it's about saying yeah dream and dream big and dream clear and and yet um just be aware of you know be be real about it like yes you can put your put your dreams into action but don't you are not letting go of of reality either fine and what's nice is that we this month we also have a very um positive aspects with mars the planet of action and also um uh, Saturn, Mars and Saturn together, and they're in Earth signs. So Neptune and Pisces and Neptune. That, Neptune's a uh, Pisces is a water sign. So the um, this is like our cosmic consciousness and our dreams have a place to manifest and get grounded. So the grounding energy of Mars and Taurus, Earth sign, right? The bull, practical, reliable, and Saturn in Capricorn, another Earth sign. And it's, it's allowing us to ground. This is a great, it's not just, oh, you have this great idea and it kind of floats into nowhereville. This is an opportunity for us to say, wow, the, these, the, the lineup of these planets are really assisting us in grounding with practicality and patience, grounding our dreams into reality and having them really work and be practical. So it's, it's having us be practical and it's also a way for us to get those that all those visions and make them reality. So very glad about that. But now I'm going to turn over to this going back to the topic of Uranus in Taurus. So Uranus is the planet of rebellion, revolution, outrageous, um, wild, out of the blue, 
in moments of inspiration. Um, here today, gone tomorrow. Sudden windfalls, sudden gains, sudden losses. Things that, that you don't see coming just out of nowhere. They just show up and they can boom, disappear just as fast. So it rules electricity, right? So something shocking and bright. And I, I like to liken Uranus energy to like the, um, you know, those 4th of July, what are those things, those sticks that you light on the 4th of July? Sizzlers or, you know, those sticks. And they fizzle and they look really great and they're exciting and you kind of like, oh, oh, you don't want to get the spark to land on your hand because that might hurt for a moment. But it's very, very exciting to look and watch and you wave it in the air and then boom, it's done. It's just, it just collapses. It doesn't slowly go down. It just kind of choom, immediately gone, immediately there, immediately gone. That's a classic visual about Uranus energy. But while it's there, it can be very exciting, right? But it can also be a little scary because, you know, one of those sparks might land on your hand and that's not very easy and comfortable. Well, in the sign of Taurus, Taurus is an earth sign. Taurus is a fixed earth sign. So that's, you know, if you know anybody who's a Taurus in your life, you know, I have family who are Tauruses. My brother is a Taurus and very steady, reliable, um, but it's fixed earth. And Uranus in the sign of Taurus is really shaking things up. I like to call Uranus the wake up, shake up, break up planet. So it's, it was discovered right around the time of the French Revolution. So that gives us a clue when it's it's called it the discovery point in astrology we call it the discovery point when a planet is discovered the day and the hour it actually is like you could cast a, a birth chart for it if you would imagine such a thing and it gives us clues as to because you're honest i mean all you know, astrology is about pattern recognition right as above so below and so when you look at uranus energy the energy of Uranus, that sudden change, of course, what was going on in the world. We had the American Revolution, the French Revolution, and all of this this push for democracy and freedom and um, an enlightened society, humanity, right, for the humanitarian brotherhood, all of those beautiful ideals. That's all Uranus energy. It pushes for freedom, for wherever we've been enslaved. So Uranus and Taurus is actually causing us, it's going to throw us some curveballs, as we've already seen, and we'll see more of it, because it's going to be here for the next seven years. And it takes seven or eight years to go through a sign. It went in last year, right around the middle of May, and then it kind of backtracked in November, back into Aries, in the retrograde, and it turned around, and it just crossed back into Taurus today. So zero degrees, which is a critical, any sign at zero degrees, the first degree of the sign is zero degrees. It's called a critical sign. And that means pay attention. So you could say the entire um, potential or, um, of the sign is at that point, at zero degree point. It's kind of like the acorn with the oak tree. It represents the entire potentiality. So the Taurus rules the banking system, the financial system, our possessions, what we hold dear, our talents, our skills, what we value. So Uranus in the sign of Taurus is saying, what do you really value? What's important to you? Like really, like in terms of the world and how might you reorient yourself the thing about Uranus is it can come along and kind of like a picnic tablecloth, you know, you can pick it up and whew, 
pull it up and all the china goes flying up in the air, right? And it can be very unsettling and kind of scary. I mean, let's face it, it can be very scary. And one of the things we really have to get our heads around and uh, is to be still and calm in the face of chaos or uh, upsetment or un- instability, and uncertainty. So you could say that the next seven years are this outrageous opportunity to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And that's where we grow. And just know that if there is something in your life that's very uncomfortable for you, know that Uranus energy in the sign of Taurus is saying, look, it's really there. It's being done for you right? It's not, it's sometimes when we're in upset, it looks like the world is against us and it's, we're, you know, it's, things are being done to me. Oh, I, you know, you, we feel like a victim. But the Uranus energy is really saying, look, it's really being done for you, for your better, for your higher good. And what you realize when, after the dust settles is, wow, you know, how you, we collectively as a society, we're going to start seeing how enslaved we've been on a level that we've never seen before. Now, there's already a lot of rumbling like that for the last several years. And in the last year, when Uranus started in Taurus, middle of May, but we're really going to see it now, where it's going to be outrageous, shocking even, revelations about, wow, how enslaved have we been to corporate structure, to, um, you know, any kind of debt system, you know, college debt, finances, banks, all of it's on the table. And it's going to, we're reorienting ourselves to upgrade, right? We can, we can, this is our opportunity to bring in truly ingenious, innovative solutions that are very unique, that will assist us in moving into a higher frequency, so that's our Uranus in Taurus. And uh, like I said, today was zero degrees and it's staying eight. It's going to retrograde in August at six degrees. So if you have any planets, if your sun is within, you know, four to eight degrees of Taurus, you're going to really feel that. It's going to stop in August, around middle, middle of August, and then retrograde. So it's like, it looks like it's stepping back in the sky. Of course, it's only relative because on Earth it looks like it's going backwards, but of course, no planet ever goes backward. It's all an illusion. <laughs> but it does give us an opportunity to retrace our steps and say, wow, let's review, uh, you know, how are we feeling, right? It's like our little check in point. Uh, so in August, it's going to retrograde at six and go back to two degrees. So it's very close to where it is now. So just so you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very slow transit. It's not going to hit the middle degrees of, of Taurus until about a year from now, a little over a year. So it's going to progress through. But whatever area of your, of your natal chart, of your birth chart, that where you have uh, Taurus is the area of your life that's going to undergo a radical reconstruction and a truly breaking free. So it's really, um, it is exciting. And, but as we know, with anything in life, sometimes excitement and scariness can, you know, they often go hand in hand. Um, but um, just know that it's, it's, again, it's all being done for our highest. If we can look at it that way, instead of being caught in the upset, we want to stand in what is really, um, where's the breakthrough here? Because it is the planet of, you know, outrageous breakthroughs, innovation and genius. 
So anyway, that's, um, that's what we have to look forward to. We have Mars in Taurus right now. It's around middle, about 13 degrees today of Taurus. And for the next couple of weeks, um, it'll, it'll continue going through Taurus. So it's kind of like doing a little walkthrough, um, where you are, um, where what we're doing is it's kind of giving us a little preview perhaps. So I would say the choices that we make at this time, you know, really pay attention to and use them in the most wise fashion, be practical, be real, but be, be innovative. And, um, you know, how we move in the world, you know, move with maybe a higher mindset of, you know, how can my values assist the planet? So in other words, like, here's, here's an example. Lately, I love mustard. Okay, I love mustard. And I love I make this dressing, which I absolutely adore on my salad. And it's agave mustard. I don't use honey, but I use agave. So agave syrup and, um, and mustard. So I go to the health food store and I buy this mustard and it's great mustard, right? It's organic and da 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 da. Well, you know, here's my little squeeze bottle, right? Well, of course, I'm, of course, I always recycle my plastic. I've been doing that forever. But lately, I've just been more conscious about plastic. And there's so much in the news about the, the poisoning of the oceans and, you know, all of that. And, you know, there's a huge body of evidence, many documentaries about that. And it's made us more aware. Um, I've been taking my bags and reusing them at the shopping centers and the supermarket. And I started getting more sensitive to this this bottle of of mustard, you know, this plastic bottle. I'm constantly every week or so, I'm buy, so I buy a, a new bottle of, and I think, wow, you know, that plastic. Yes, I'm recycling it, but a lot of times it's just it's just more plastic on the earth. So a friend of mine said, hey, you know, he's he's been making mustard, his own mustard, and I thought, you know, that might be hard. I don't know how to do that. And he said, ah, it's really easy. You just take mustard seed, you grind it up in a like a Vitamix or high speed blender, and you you add a little you know, vinegar and water and let it ferment. And there you got mustard. So I'm like, wow, that's cool. First of all, it's like pennies on the dollar. But what's really what I really love about that is I'm not buying plastic. And so I'm being more plastic aware of everything. And I think a lot of that has to do with Uranus and Taurus. It's having us look at our personal possessions and our personal values and going, wow, is that really healthy? You know, do we really want to add to the plastic problem? And so that's just one little example. But, you know, you get the picture. And buying in bulk, of course, is, is always uh, wonderful for the environment. But since Taurus is an earth sign, Uranus in the sign of Taurus is going to give us, uh, this is a place where we have ingenious solutions to environmental problems, to our food production, um, where there's things like solar energy, because Uranus rules technology. So, you know, these are all um, areas of opportunity for us to develop. I really enjoy the fact that... Um, you know, the for the last several years, the um, vegan and gluten-free diets, you, you see this explosion of popularity in the restaurant world, which it had been named the number one restaurant trend. This was going back several years ago. The restaurant industry named vegan dining the number one restaurant trend. Well, now you go into a supermarket and they have whole aisles full of vegan and gluten-free and more conscious choices. Well, um, the fact that factory farming and animals, again, animals, right, cows, 
cows, right? This is bulls, steers, cows. Um, you know, the horrific conditions that, that they uh, grow up under. It's not the pretty postcard picture of a, of a cow on a hill grazing on grass. It's anything but. So Uranus is, uh, in Taurus, is calling our attention to, to these things and how we can make a change and how we don't want to support uh, cruel ways of, of eating. You know, or the, the Taurus is, is our food and our food supply is very much a Taurus thing. So innovative ways of eating that are in harmony with the earth. Well, organic farming, permaculture, solar panels, and any and vegan, you know, the vegan lifestyle. And you see, if you go online, you'll you'll see all these outrageous recipes and really wonderful people on Twitter that are giving giving out facts and ways to make it easy. So I feel my sense of the Uranus and Taurus, one of the biggest blessings it'll give us is that your the vegan diet will actually become, you could say, the gold standard on the planet. So for those of you guys who love hamburgers and all, just know like, okay, that you might not again feel comfortable with that, but just know that the things now are made so much differently. There's such a huge explosion of gourmet food and taste and things. And the, the burgers they make today, the, you'd swear were made out of meat or, or is as satisfying or even more satisfying. So it's not like we have to give up something. We're just kind of heading in a more humane direction. So I just wanted to bring that out. The last thing I want to say about Uranus and Taurus is Uranus rules the internet. It rules AI, artificial intelligence. It rules electronics and computers and things. So Uranus and Taurus is going to ask us, you know, where, what do we, what value do we place on AI? Um, Where, what's, What's a good shared value? How is this going to benefit humanity? How is the internet, where it, how it's evolving and, and our personal values and our personal relationship with the internet, with, um, you know, iPhones and, and all of that. Um, interestingly enough, there's a great show, if you haven't heard about it, if you've been in a cave, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, it's, it's called The Orville on Fox Television, and it is absolutely outrageous. I've been watching it since day one. It's in its second season now. And um, last week, it was the conclusion of a two-part episode on really on AI. And it was unbelievably done. Kudos to Seth MacFarlane. Um, I think John Kassar was the director of that episode. I'm following them all on Twitter because I just absolutely adore these people. They're brilliant and geniuses. Hundreds of people that work on this show. Each one of you is a genius. We love you. Keep going. Uh, (laughs) If anyone from Fox is listening to this, hello, please renew for season three. We have a very stalwart crew of fans, a very dedicated. This show is outrageous. And it's also funny. It's Seth MacFarlane at his best. I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, he was already a genius before this show, but this has cemented him in that category. And, um, Anyway, it's funny in the Seth MacFarlane funny realm, and it's also very, they have some very telling episodes. Well, this one that came uh, about last week and the week before was about AI and how um, robots taking over, trying to destroy humanity. And it is an absolute cliffhanger. Um, so I, I think it's, it's important and it's interesting that it aired just when it did, just now as Uranus is entering the sign of Taurus, or just has entered, and it's asking us to question our values you know, like how much is too much. 
And where do we draw the line? Or do we draw the line? And, um, you know, what is our relationship to all this? So um, I also want to say that last uh, July 27th, we had a very, very important lunar eclipse at um, four degrees of Aquarius. Well, Aquarius is, uh, again, you know, it's, it's Uranus energy, Uranus and <clears throat> Aquarius about, and one of the questions that eclipse uh, was raising was, you know, where do we draw the line with technology? Are we getting too involved? Are we, and you could say, here's a great Uranus and Taurus question, are we getting enslaved by AI? Are we getting, are we too attached to our iPhones? What happens when you keep, you um, forget your phone? You know, that dreaded moment when, oh my God, I went to work and I forgot my phone. You know, you go to like panic, right? This happened to me last week. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to survive? My mind went nuts and I had to stop and go, wow, look at that. You know, you're just going nuts about this. So I had to just breathe and get off it. And I got through the day and it was fine. But it's a question that you want to ask yourself. So, like I said, this this lunation is really um, full of opportunity for um, inspiration, for poetry, for arts and music and um, all kinds of visioning. And it's also with Uranus ingress or entrance into Taurus is this opportunity to... you know, how do we evolve our personal values and what is the, what's a good, where is a, uh, how can I say this about AI? Just, um, you know, what's the future? Uranus also rules the future. So what is the future of AI? It's really, um, a place where we get to ask these questions. So, um, anyway, yeah, so that's all for now. And um, if you're interested in any kind of, um, just shoot me any email, any questions you got, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. Irliana is I-R-L-I-A-N-N-A at starsoundastrology.com. We'd love to hear from you. We love you all. And um, so have a great, fantastic new moon, and we will see you next time. Take care.